Today's show is dedicated to the memory of our friend Donna Bemis, a great Rotarian and a great lady. Good day from Sydney, Australia. This is Radio Rotary. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary. This is Jonah Trebowasser speaking to you from the Rotary International Convention in Sydney, Australia. Join us for the next half hour as I speak to Rotarians from around the world about all the great things Rotary is doing to help humanity. And we'll be back after these important messages. This tree was never chopped down because this crutch never needed to be carved because these legs never grew weak because this child never got polio. Over the past 20 years, Rotary Club members have helped immunize over 2 billion children against polio. Now we are on the brink of eradicating this crippling disease once and for all. But we need your help. Thanks to an historic matching grant from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, every dollar Rotary raises will work twice as hard to make sure vaccines reach the people who need it, to protect the children of the world against polio forever. This is an opportunity to end polio now. Visit rotary.org slash end polio. Rotary. Humanity in motion. For information about Rotary in the Hudson Valley, visit www.rotarydistrict7210.org. Watch me wallabies feed, mate. Watch me wallabies feed. Welcome back to Radio Rotary. This is Jonah Trebowasser is speaking to you from the Rotary International Convention in Sydney, Australia where we're going to be talking with Rotarians from around the world about all the great things Rotary is doing today. This is Jonah Trebowasser speaking to you from the Rotary International Convention in Sydney, Australia. And I have just run into two very charming young people who are wearing jackets festooned with dozens and dozens of buttons. They're part of our Rotary Youth Exchange. And I want to say first good morning to Vera Ruti of Finland. Good morning, Vera. <laughs> good morning. And here we have Christopher lawson Ledit. And uh, you're from where, Christopher? I'm from Denmark. From Denmark. Okay. Uh, now, this shows you how poorly I did in geography. They are, uh, where is Finland and Denmark in relation to each other? Well, Denmark is basically a peninsula connected to Germany. And then up there, somewhere to the northeast, there's this icebox land we call Finland, <laughs> right? Connected to Russia and Sweden and all the other Scandinavian countries. And that's pretty much the Danish way of describing yeah, that's it. A, that's, basic, that's, a, that's a pretty good... Yeah. So let's talk about Youth Exchange. Now, Vera, you're a student here for the year in Australia? Yes, I am. Good. All right. And it means you left uh, mom and dad had home and came over here to Australia. Did you, were you able to speak English before you got here? Yeah, we have to learn English when we are, when we are about 10 or 9 or 10, we have to start to learn English in Finland, yeah. And what's it like to just leave home for a year and go live in a completely different country? Well, first when I left, I was like, what have I done? Like, I have no idea what I, what, where I'm going to. Like, Of course, I knew that I'm going to Australia, but I didn't know basically anything. And uh, it was it was scary, but I, I haven't regret at all. Not at all. And uh, Christopher, uh, can you say good day with a Danish accent? In Danish accent? Um, good day. Oh, that's pretty Australian. That sounds Sorry. pretty good. That sounds just like an Australian. So what about yourself? Did you have any trepidations about coming over here or you just said... Put me on that plane. I'm ready to go. Well, uh, the idea of going on youth exchange was actually brought up by my mum, and I used three months to actually 
figure out, ask my Rotarian, or my, my uh, grandpa who's a Rotarian, about all the bad things and the good things about um, going on exchange. And uh, I decided to go, but I do admit, just like Vera and other exchanges we talked with, two days before I was about to leave my home, so I thought, what am I doing here? <laughs> what am I going to do? Going away to the other side of the world, living with nobody, you don't know anyone for a whole year. But now after 11 months, I love it. I don't want to leave. Everything's great. You've made a lot of friends here? So many, like that, for instance, exchange students, Australians. I'm going to meet up with people who takes a gap year. Going, They're going to London, coming back over to the, over the sea. It's going to be great. What was school like here in Australia, Vera? Was it uh, very different than at home? Yeah, like basically... When I first started school, the first thing what I was thinking was, oh my God, I have to wear school uniform, I don't want. And when I wore it for the first time, I was looking myself from, from the mirror, and I was like asking my host, Dad, do I really have to wear this every day? But um, I think that the school is like very different basically to compare it to Finland. Finnish school is more difficult, I think. And... Um, Australian school, like, you finish high school when you are younger. Like, you, we finish when we are 19. But the Australians, they finish when they are 16, 17, 17, I think. Um, but I like Australian school. It's very, very nice. And uh, for me, it was easy. And, of course, Christopher, uh, you have more to your life here in Australia than just school. You get to, to do uh, touristy things and see the country. Well, for instance, it's, like... It's a Tuesday now, right? Uh, and I have to say, I've been a poor example of a good student. I've <clears throat> skipped school the next couple of days to attend the convention. Um, but And I have to say, heaps of times I have just gotten an offer two days ahead and said, I'll go, even though it's a, it's a first day. I'll be home Tuesday, whatever. I have to see this place in Australia. I have to go on a road trip, whatever. I get an opportunity, you need to take it. That's the way extreme change works. So Vera, if I have, uh, or we have, I should say, high school students who are listening, uh, and they're American high school students who are coming into their junior year, would you recommend that people become uh, Rotary Exchange students? Definitely. This is like the best year of your life. Like, as like everyone says, exchange is not a life in a year. Like, it's not like a year, life in a year. It's a whole, whole life in a year. It's not like a, just a year in your life. And isn't it true, uh, Christopher, to get to meet and learn about other people in other countries, and maybe that'll uh, contribute to world peace when you find that we really have more similarities and differences? Um, yeah, definitely. I have. At, at this convention, I've been talking to people from Israel, Palestine, everywhere, basically, America, for instance. Um, and when you start talking to people, and especially Rotarians, always have a lot in common and work together to make a better world, you realize, why are we fighting amongst ourselves? Why don't we just... It, Rotarians might be a few percentage of people of the population of the world, but if everyone was just like Rotarians, people working for Rotary and in all humanitarian organizations, we could, we could, we could achieve something. We could achieve world peace. We're going to end Poland. We could do everything. Well, Vera Rudy of Finland and Christopher Lawson Ledet of uh, Denmark. Denmark, right? Yeah. Okay, I got it right. Uh, thank you very much for being such outstanding ambassadors for Rotary, and thanks for joining us this morning on Radio Rotary. Thank you. Thank you very much.
My next guest on Radio Rotary is Lisa Clark of Australia, and she's going to be talking to us about something called the Backpack Bed. Good morning, Lisa, and welcome to Radio Rotary. Good morning. Thank you for having me on the program. It's my pleasure. Now, you have here in front of me what looks like a small-sized duffel bag in green, Mm -hmm. and next to it is rolled out the most fancy and magnificent sleeping bag I've ever seen. Describe what this all is about. Sure. Well, it's called a backpack bed, and it literally is that. It starts off looking like a backpack. It's really lightweight. It's got the adjustable straps. It's got pockets on the front and the sides. You lay it on the ground. You open it up, roll it out, and you then instantly have a one-person bed uh, that includes a mattress with an insulation uh, layer on the bottom. Uh, The fabric itself is made from a a fire-retardant, waterproof, anti-mildew fabric, and these help homeless people that don't have shelter uh, to be warm, dry, and give them that dignified emergency bedding. Yeah, I notice you also have a, a screening for mosquitoes, I guess, for That's bugs. That's correct. Yes, we do. We have various uh, zipped ventilation points, one at the foot end, one above the chest, and then also behind the head. Uh, something you can't see is we also have a hidden lockable pocket inside that backpack because everyone has something valuable that they need to, t- to you know, take care of. I understand you designed this. I am the co-designer along with my husband. Uh, He was sitting in church one day and came back and told me we were going to make beds for homeless people. I did think it was a little crazy to begin with, but, you know, several years down the track, we now have this backpack bed. Uh, We work now with over 300 welfare agencies across Australia, plus now several in the U.S. Uh, We're doing a lot of little mini partnerships in the U.S. where a local Rotary Club is able to help us with a local welfare agency and, and we can provide those backpack beds. May I ask, what does it cost to uh, equip someone with a backpack bed? Yeah, so in the U.S. at the moment, it's $110 per unit. They are boxed in boxes of four, so any multiple of four we can ship out. In Australia, our full program cost uh, begins at $85 and $95 for what we call the tropical model. Uh, The tropical model has also an additional full-body mosquito mesh uh, that can be put over the whole body. And if people would like to see this... uh do you have a, and find out more about it, do you have a website? We do. It's backpackbed.org. One more time, Lisa. Backpackbed.org, and all of the details are there online. Well, Lisa Clark of Australia, thank you so much for everything you're doing to shelter the homeless, and thanks for joining us this morning on Radio Rotary. Thank you so much, and thank you for helping us spread the word. My pleasure. I'm delighted now to welcome to Radio Rotary Lynn Aldridge of Australia. And she is a part of something called Mediators Beyond Borders. She's going to tell us about that. But first, good morning, Lynn. Good morning. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Having a great time here in Australia. And I want to thank you and all the other Australians for being such marvelous hosts. Oh, that's our pleasure. You're most welcome. And um, I hope you're enjoying our beautiful weather. It is. Today, isn't it? It is. It is. Clear skies, sunny, very warm (laughs) for this time of the year, being our winter. That's right. Uh, Anyway, what is Mediators Beyond Borders? Well, um, Mediators Beyond Borders is a, an organisation based in the US. Um, it has a small organisation, but it has mediators that go throughout the world, travelling to countries like uh, Nigeria, Kenya, Ecuador, Sierra Leone and Israel. Um, and Nepal, currently they're involved with uh, a climate change project, for instance. And also they're trying to uh, facilitate, by mediation, peace, make peace able. Of course, peace is one of the very big projects and very big initiatives for Rotary. And mediation, if we just describe that for our 
our listeners, it's trying to get people to sit down and, and find some common ground, maybe not solving the problem, but at least narrowing the issues. Well, by mediation, um, from what my, uh, my knowledge is, it's getting parties together to try and come to um, some sort of an agreement with, with, which will resolve a dispute or a conflict at a local community level mm-hmm. or on the large level and uh, resolve it. It may take time, but um, come to some sort of agreement without having any uh, conflict or violence or replacing violence with a peace, uh, peaceful means of negotiation and people getting together to listen to the, uh, all the parties um, that are having, in, having the dispute listen to each other to form a common agreement. Well, that sounds like a wonderful project and a wonderful uh, thinking of getting beyond just people butting heads with each other. Um, Lynn, is there a website that uh, people can look at? There certainly is. You can visit our website on www.mediatorsbeyondborders.org. That's all one word? Uh, yes, it is. Give it to us one more time. www.mediatorsbeyondborders.org. Lynn Aldridge of uh, Mediators Beyond Borders, thank you so much for bringing peace to the world, and thanks for joining us this morning on Radio Rotary. Thank you very much. Great to meet you. And we'll be back with more of our exclusive coverage of the Rotary International 105th Annual Convention from Sydney, Australia, right after these important messages. Juddelson, Giordano & Siegel, CPAPC, is a full-service accounting, tax, and business consulting firm. JGS specializes in business succession planning, including ownership transition, management transition, as well as family and non-family transitions. The JGS staff works alongside you to solve the problems of your specific business or personal situation. JGS is conveniently located on Route 211 in Middletown, New York. To learn more, please contact JGS at 845 or visit them on the web at www.jgspc.com. Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel, your essential partner in business. Salisbury Bank and Trust offers personal and business banking, residential mortgages, commercial lending, and trust and wealth management services. With locations throughout the tri-state region in Dutchess County, the northwest corner of Connecticut, and southern Berkshire County, Massachusetts, Salisbury Bank is your personal bank in your community. Making local decisions and delivering the highest quality of customer service. Salisbury Bank is your local bank for all of your personal business and wealth management needs. Check us out at SalisburyBank.com. That's SalisburyBank.com. Salisbury Bank and Trust, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Salisbury Bank, enriching. Patterson Rotary Club invites you to their third annual Blues and Barbecue Festival at the Patterson Fire Department, 13 Burdick Road in Patterson on Saturday, September 13th from noon until 7 p.m. Mouth-watering barbecue, seven great blues acts, a classic and custom car crews, kids' activities, and so much more. Parking and admission are free, so don't you forget Patterson Rotary's Blues and Barbecue Festival. Saturday, September 13th from noon until 7 p.m. The rain date is Sunday, September 14th. For more information, go to PattersonBluesAndBBQ.com. That's the PattersonBluesAndBBQ.com. Mm-mm-mm. 
Welcome back to Radio Rotary. This is Joan Retrieve Wasser speaking to you from the Rotary International Convention in Sydney, Australia, where we're going to be talking with Rotarians from around the world about all the great things Rotary is doing today. My guest now on Radio Rotary is Celeste Mergens of Bellingham Bay, Washington, and she is involved in an organization called Days for Girls, and she's going to tell us all about it. But first, good morning, Celeste. Welcome to Radio Rotary. Good morning. I'm happy to be with you. So what, what is or what are Days for Girls? Days for Girls is an international intervention that provides washable feminine hygiene for girls and women all over the world who would otherwise absolutely go without. And that would pose a, a social problem, an education problem, wouldn't it? You got it. Actually, it's been featured in Rotarian Magazine in January. It's, it is the number one reason that girls fall out of school. It is an issue that causes health social and physical issues for them, mostly just being isolated in their room and not being able to participate in their community fully. And of course, these are girls who are in their teenage years and above. Absolutely. We call every girl in the world, including the women who are, who are still menstruating of any age, and the truth is the impact is equally horrible for all of them. Yes. Now, uh, do you supply the same kind of disposable products that uh, those, of us, those of us who uh, you know, have daughters and wives in the United States are forced to go to the grocery store to buy and we sort of get embarrassed by it? Or uh, is there something different? It is something different. They're washable and they're specifically made to be culturally and environmentally relevant and socially relevant for those we serve around the world. So you can tell if we've reached 75 nations on six continents, it is a global issue. And they're made specifically to be able to wash with very little water, to dry quickly and importantly, not look like a pad because there are lots of taboos about this. Let's face it, even the U.S. and Canada and Australia, we would rather talk about diarrhea than menstruation. <laughs> well, this sounds like a great project and a wonderful uh, public service that you're giving. If people at home want to hear more information, is there a website or how would they find out about it? Absolutely. They can go to daysforgirls.org. One more time. Daysforgirls.org. D-A-Y-S-F-O-R-G-I-R-L-S.org. One word, right? Yes, one word. Well, Celeste Margins, thank you very much for joining us on Radio Rotary. Thank you for everything you're doing for young women around the world. And enjoy the rest of the convention. Thank you. It's been lovely. Nice to meet you. My pleasure. Well, we're here at the Dollywood uh, booth at the Rotary International Convention in Sydney, Australia. Dolly Parton's not here, but we have the next best thing, a lovely young lady by the name of Gail Yak. And Gail's going to tell us about Dolly Parton's Imagination Library. Good morning, Gail, and welcome to Radio Rotary. Thanks very much. It's a pleasure to be here, Jonah. So tell me, what uh, what are you doing for Dolly? Uh, are you like one of her backup singers or what? <laughs> well, I wish, but um, no, not quite. I did try out, but didn't quite make it. Second best thing, um, I work for United Way, and we've been lucky enough, fortunate enough, to be given the licensee rights by Dollywood to roll out the Imagination Library in Australia. So we're 12 months down the track. Um, we're 12 communities in, and we're here at the Rotary Convention speaking to 18,000 Rotarians um, from across the globe to promote the program um, and hopefully roll it out to more communities, in particular in Australia. Now, I happen to know from uh, some research in the Imagination Library that uh, books were very important to Dolly Parton growing up, and she wants to share that with other children. How do you do that uh, with the Imagination Library? You're exactly right. So um, we know that 90% of brain development happens before a child turns five. So um, what the program does is target kids from the time they're born to they turn five, um, providing them with a free book each month, um, a free age-appropriate book, 
delivered to their doorstep um, to encourage reading um, during those infant years and to encourage uh, parent and child engagement so that when children hit school they're at the level, they've got the literacy skills they need to, um, to, to learn and succeed. Is there any cost to the family for these books? Absolutely not. So the program is facilitated by United Way Australia. We provide the platform for registrations, um, for book delivery and parent support. And funds are raised through the community, through people like Rotary International. Um, and we also work with Pen Penguin Books, which give us a fantastic discount, which makes the program um, sustainable and feasible. So uh, we work with some great organisations. And if people want to um, get some more information about Dolly Parton's Imagination Library, is there a website? Absolutely. So in Australia, they can go to imaginationlibrary.com.au. Um, and if uh, you're international, you can Google Imagination Library, and there will be an international site. That's terrific. Well, Gail Yap of uh, Dolly Parton's Imagination Library, thank you for everything you're doing for childhood literacy, and thank you for joining us this morning on Radio Rotary. You're very welcome. Thank you. I'm indeed privileged to welcome to Radio Rotary now the incoming president of Rotary International, Gary C.K. Wong, uh, president-elect Gary. Good morning and welcome to Radio Rotary. Thank you and good morning to everybody. Now, um, you are the incoming president of the 1.2 million uh, member Rotary International and amazingly enough, we do have non-Rotarians listening to our show every week, so perhaps we should start by explaining what exactly is Rotary? Well. Rotary is a service organization and invite all the professional or non-professional uh, people who interest to serve uh, worldwide to help those people need uh, to help or those places need to help. And through uh, the fellowship and friendship uh, among the Rotarians, and we find and create the suitable ideas and projects. And we go out uh, to serve and to involve the community uh, people. And how did you yourself get involved in Rotary? How did, why did you join? Well, I joined Rotary 38 years ago uh, because when I was in high school, um, Rotary Club of Taipei, and they have the youth service project, and to select the outstanding student who are uh, involved in service. And I was uh, chose by my high school to represent them to receive this honor. And that's my first time to use knife and fork to eat Western food. The important thing is I see all those Lutheran in the club meeting are all very famous uh, people in the newspaper and in the television. Then I realized you want to be a successful man it's not just uh, receiving money or protection, and you also shall serve the community and uh, uh, to involve with the community and uh, to have something that to return 
to the environment and the country to give you this opportunity of success. Now, of course, every president has goals for his or her year. Um, when we meet again, uh, Rotary International President-elect Gary C. Kang Huang, next year at the same time in Sao Paulo, Brazil, what we will hope to have accomplished in your year? After joining Rotary for 38 years, and uh, Rotary already uh, been for more than 109 years, I have an uh, honor and opportunity to serve as first Chinese for this uh, capacity. And I choose Light Up Rotary as our theme for year 2014-15. And we think the Rotarian worldwide, although we have more than 1.2 million and uh, spread around more than 200 and 600s. But if we can have more people willing to serve and have the one hub want to help people and through our Lila Rotary for introduce what Rotarian have doing and what Rotary uh, can do to those people uh, can interested to participate with us and then we will have more power to help more people who need help. And if folks at home who are listening who are not yet Rotarians uh, want to join in this wonderful service organization and meet great people like Gary C.K. Wong, our incoming president, go to rotary.org, that's R-O-T-R-Y.org, type in your hometown. Uh, after you click on the Club Love Tater button, type in your hometown, join us for the fun, the food, the fellowship, and these great service projects. Uh, Mr. President-elect Gary C.K. Wong, thank you so much for everything you do for 1.2 million Rotarians, for leading the way to greater service to humanity, and thanks for joining us this morning on Radio Rotary. Well, thank you, John, and hope uh, whoever is uh, on the radio, uh, Rotarian, I say hi, thank you for what you do for Rotary. If you are non-Rotarian, please consider to join us. We need you. And the whole world also need your help. Thanks so much. Well, I hope you have enjoyed listening to our special coverage of the Rotary International Convention from Sydney, Australia. My thanks to our engineer, Jay Verzi, for the superb editing job. My thanks also to the media representatives from Rotary International, Vivian Fiore and Elizabeth Minnelli, for all of their help. And thanks most of all, ladies and gentlemen, to you for tuning in to Radio Rotary every week at this same time. Till next week, this is Jonah Trebowasa saying so long from Sydney, Australia.